Welcome to the Revolutionary Insights Podcast number 64. I'm your host, Bill Hawkins. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, today, we're going to continue on what I just started a week or two ago, and that is talking about the Democrat strategy. And the strategy is to uh, actually to either make impotent the Constitution of the United States, if not overthrow it uh, completely. And uh, that's not some kind of uh, strange accusation, since that's pretty much what they've come out uh, and said in not so many uh, words. Uh, as an example, Joe Biden, the, uh, the President of the United States, whether legally or illegally, he is still the President of the United States, he said that the United States needed to be included in the New World Order, and uh, that means that we need to embrace globalism. Since globalism is a form of socialism, then that means that we need to become a socialist country. That's what they've been working for to accomplish for years, actually. And so they do have a strategy to do that. It's because the Constitution is a conservative document. Now, being a conservative document, that means, again, like I've, like I've told you before, that it, uh, it is opposed to socialism, since socialism is the opposite, of pretty much, of conservatism. Therefore, the Democrat Party strategy has been to divide and conquer as they chip away at the foundations of this nation. Now, the foundations of this nation is the, uh, actually, biblical Christianity. Both parties were founded on that. They had the Judeo-Christian ethic as their, as their platform, if you will, uh, and by platform, I'm talking about it as their own foundation. So that's what they both at one time, Republican and Democrat. Now, the Republican Party started off as like the anti-federalist and then uh, became the Whig Party, uh, then eventually became the Republican Party. But uh, if you remember, the, what do the Democrats like to attack? Uh, they like to attack anything that uh, will support the Constitution. And so the pillars, the pillars of the Constitution, the pillars of this country would be, uh, and I've identified six of them, would be unity, uh, morality, justice, individual rights, limited government, and capitalism. So today's topic is going to be the topic of immigration. The uh, strategy of the Democrats and the strategy of Republicans for immigration. There is some misinformation about there about the uh, about what the Republicans believe. People think that we the Republicans hate uh, immigrants and that we don't want any immigrants and uh, we're all against that stuff. That's simply not true. And I'll talk about that a little bit here. But let's look at what the Democrats believe about it and let's look at why. Because if you look at at what it chips away at. What the strategy is. Now, the strategy is to destroy the Constitution so that this country can be reshaped into a socialist uh, part of a global empire, if you will, that, as Biden said, that they want to lead. Again, it's about power, and it's about if there's going to be this, this globalist one-world government, then the Democrats want to be leading that one-world government. They don't want to be left out. They don't want to have somebody else leading it. They don't want the Chinese to lead it or, or God forbid, the Russians to lead it. And so uh, they want to lead it themselves. And so today's topic, like I said, is about immigration and how it fits into their strategy to alter our existence or totally destroy the Constitution so, again, that the United States will become socialist. The Democrat strategy. First off, the Democrat Party's immigration policy, it chips away at the, uh, it, uh, at the foundation of this country, talking about the pillars, and it's going to be chipping away at the first one is, of the six pillars, it's going to chip away at the pillar of unity. 
Americans used to be called, America used to be called the, the, the great melting pot. I remember when I was in school, this is way back in, in the 1970s, especially 60s and 70s, and we learned about the melting pot. And I remember the idea was, as was taught to us, is that many different peoples, many different cultures would immigrate and would come to the United States. And then as they came into the United States, they melted into an American culture. And so the idea was, as the, the Europeans came here, whether they would be from uh, Eastern Europe, whether they be from Ireland, uh, wherever they would be from, as they be from Italy, that they would come into uh, America and that they would become, that their culture, the Italian culture, the Irish culture, the Polish culture, didn't matter which one, that, and I'm using those as examples because that's where our, our immigrants, a lot of them, came from you know, 100 years ago and plus. Those, as they came here to, uh, to America, they, they had their culture, but they learned the American culture, and they melted into the American culture. So what is it that makes up a culture? Well, culture and, uh, is made up of language, a common language, a common religion, a common uh, ethnic or racial identity, a common history, uh, and traditions, things such as that. And so if it's going to be common, if people that are coming from other countries are coming from their nation with their own, their own language, with their own religion, with their own racial identity, with their own cultural history and their own history and their own traditions, then they come over here doesn't mean that they've got to completely wipe out all those things. But they, they realize that they must become part of America. Now, America has its own language, the American language, which was English. And have you noticed, when it comes down to language, which party is it that wants to... As a matter of fact, it used to be more of a thing back in the, I think, of the 80s especially, uh, the 1980s. I'm not that old for the 1880s. But the 1980s, there was a big push to have English become our national language. And uh, the Republicans supported that. The Democrats opposed that. Uh, there's also the religion. Uh, Christianity was the religion of America. The, the, uh, not that the Democrats want to replace Christianity. They simply want to get rid of it. They want to destroy it, really. Any kind of Christianity that says that we should obey our God over government. Because, again, the God, pretty much what the Democrats have said, is, is uh, government. They believe government is going to solve all our problems. And as far as even our ethnic and our racial identity, America was predominantly a white country. Now, if I say white country, does that mean that I want everything else, everybody else to be white? No, but that's the way it originally, it originally was. And so that's one reason why you see the Democrats having to attack the white race. Instead of having the racists, it doesn't matter black or whatever else it might be, Instead of them all becoming American and having a unity, uh, irregardless of what our race is, they want to keep their races divided. And that's part of the reason why we have the racial tension we have in this country we, uh, now. I didn't see that same racial tension. Now, there's always been, and there always will be some kind of racial tension, because one thing that, uh, and, and anybody who was a fan of the movie, especially the movie from uh, Charlton Heston's days, when he started the movie The Planet of the Apes, if you remember the story that he told, he said that what he found very interesting was when it came time to, uh, to, to uh, have the lunch break uh, during the movie, 
No, the people were made up, and they were made up uh, as far as the apes were. You know, they had the orangutans, they had chimpanzees, they had the gorillas and you know, orangutans. And so he said that what he thought was funny was that the chimpanzees ate with the chimpanzees. The orangutans ate with the orangutans. The gorillas ate with the gorillas, and so on and so forth. That's what they were doing. Why were they doing that? Well, the answer is pretty simple, because they went to have lunch with the people that looked like them. Now, the funny thing was, I said people, it didn't matter what the people were underneath those costumes. It was the outward appearance. And so, the, but the idea is that we need to meld together as a nation, and I think that's a great thing. I don't think we should have all this racial divide. I don't think that we should be saying, dividing people all the time and saying, and want to know every time that somebody goes, uh, applies for a job, are they black or white or whatever. I believe the person who's for the best person for the job should be the person who's the best person for the job based on merit, not based on race. Now, the Democrats might think we should we should uh, make decisions based on race, uh, race as they've been trying to do, and there's all kinds of examples of that. But again, this country, which was predominantly white, still is predominantly white. The population of the country is over 70% white. It, so what are we going to do? Are we going to get rid of all the whites so that we can have an equal representation, 33% black, 33% uh, Hispanic, 33% white? You know, it doesn't work that way. And so what we've got to do is, is we can't discriminate against the minorities, but at the same time, we can't discriminate just because somebody's white also. And that's what the Democrats are trying to do today as they continue to attack this country. Our history is something that we has been changed. Uh, history books, if, look at the history book from 100 years ago or 50 years ago and look at a history book today that's being taught in school. You won't recognize, uh, you won't recognize it most likely because there's going to be so many differences in what they teach and the volume of what they teach or better yet, what they omit. So again, the idea of what they were trying to do is, remember the Democrats, they didn't want to, us to have a common culture like the melting pot. That's why the big buzzword the Democrats came up with was multiculturalism, because they replaced the melting pot with this idea of multiculturalism, which is uh, designed specifically to attack the pillar of unity, or therefore the American culture. That's the whole purpose behind it. It is something that is meant to divide, and it's something pushed by, again, the Democrats. Now, the Democrat policy of the six, uh, the six pillars, it also attacks another pillar, and that is the pillar of justice. Now, when I say justice, there is, if somebody cheats or somebody uh, cuts line, say you're standing in a movie theater line and you want to go in and see the movie and you have, uh, you've been standing there for 10 or 15 minutes, uh, you've got your money to pay for your ticket, and then somebody goes up to the front of the line, skips everybody else, and then they say, uh, I want a free ticket, and they just simply walk in and go to the movie that you had to pay to get into and you're still waiting in line. Is that justice? No, that is injustice. There's a thing called illegal immigration. Illegal immigration is illegal. Now, if you have people, the very first time they come to America, they come illegally and then is justified by people like the Democrats who are saying it's okay to come here illegally. We have to have compassion for them. What about the people who are already standing in line? What about the people that are paying to get in here by paying the, uh, the fees that go with it? I believe I heard uh, the fee can be as much as up to $10,000 uh, if you get to go through the proper channels. 
And so it's okay to cheat? Is it okay to lie? Is it okay to steal? Well, apparently so if you are on the, uh, if you're on the left side. So again, immigration is not something for justice. Uh, now, what the Republicans believe on this is that if you come here, you should come here illegally, or you should have a good reason to, uh, to come here. We're not against immigration, but it's about controlled immigration. Controlled immigration so that because this is our country, this is our home. Now, speaking of our home, if you live in a house or you live in an apartment, do you lock your front door? If you lock your front door, then you believe in secure borders. And if you are a Democrat who says, I think we should just go ahead and let them come, off, come over when they want to come over, then unlock your front door. Do you close your windows? Or do you leave your windows open? Do you let people sneak into your house? Or when somebody comes to the door, do you look out a peephole to see who it is? Do you want to identify them first? Do you want to know why they're wanting to come into your home? Or do you just open your door to anybody? You know, <laughs> the nation is no different than your home. The home that you live in is where you want to feel safe. The country we live in is where we want to feel safe. We don't want people coming into our home that is going to come in and steal things out of our home or going to come in and threaten our family or threaten us, us ourselves that might be wanting to even kill us. We're not going to let them in, are we? Now, why are we doing the same thing for our other home, the home of our nation? That's a good question, is it not? Now, what about the, also the ones that are not coming here for, um, you know, illegally? What about the ones who are coming here that uh, criminally, for criminal purposes? The idea that people are allowed to come in this country that are criminals, that come into our cities and or anywhere else and commit crimes, and then the Democrats say it's okay if we catch them, uh, remember back a few years ago, especially now they're still doing it now because now the Democrats are in charge. But remember back whenever ICE, the Immigration and Naturalization Service and such, whenever they would uh, arrest somebody because they were uh, illegal or because they committed some kind of crime. And what did Democrats say in these cities say? We're not going to turn them over to the federal authorities. We're going to let the, we're going to let them loose. We're going to let them back into society. We don't care if they committed a crime. Is that justice? It's not justice. So it's not justice no matter which way you look at it. It's not justice because not only are we talking about criminals here, what about these sex traffickers? That's the reason why you had people, children separated the border. How do we know if that child that is coming across with this uh, 30-year-old man is actually that man's child? How do we know it's not a sex trafficking? And because a lot of times it was sex trafficking. We're trying to make sure we know who is coming into our home. And there is nothing more than that, any more than you are wanting to make sure who's coming into your home. And if you don't believe that, like I said, open your doors, um, open your windows, let anybody who wants to come in, come in, and you can't say a thing to them if you follow the Democrat model. So again, you see how the, what's going on here is that we are allowing illegal immigrants in. Now, why would the Democrats do that? Is it just to undermine the pillars of America? Uh, speaking of, uh, obviously, of the uh, pillar of justice and the pillar of unity, well, you know, it's also because they think they can get the votes. Now, maybe in the long term, long term, these, uh, some of these immigrants coming in, 
uh, they have conservative values. After all, a lot of them, especially the ones coming from Hispanic countries, have the uh, a Catholic background, and the Catholics tend to be conservative in their uh, their moral beliefs, at least, and their values. But what the, what the Democrats are doing is saying, you come into our country and we will compensate you. We will make sure we take care of you. We will give you accommodations. We will help you, which might sound all well and good on the surface. But what about the compensation accommodation, especially accommodation for people like our veterans? What about the accommodation for people who live in America here? You know, I'm not saying we need to pay these people or we need to, to support these people. But that's what the Democrats are saying. Democrats are saying, let us come, let them come in, let us support them. Now, the reason why they want to support them is because your boss is the person who signs your paycheck. If these people come in and they're able to be put into the system so the government starts to sign their paycheck, then those people, a lot of them, are going to vote for their boss. And that's what the Democrats know, and that's why the Democrats want to have these open borders. Because they cannot convince Americans, the conservative Americans especially that are here, or the Americans that are born in this country that start to realize, wait a minute, what the left is doing is destroying this country, is destroying freedom. They can't rely on them, so therefore they've got to bring in new people that they can immediately put on the system and become their bosses. Again, that is not what the Republicans want. The Republicans are for immigration for controlled immigration, for safe immigration, the same way that you, when you, when you have, have somebody knock at your door, you look out and to see who it is. Why are they there? You want to find out that basic information before you, before you let them into your house because that is common sense, and that is the same thing that you would do. Now, if you, as a homeowner, as somebody living in an apartment, wherever it might be, if you want to control who comes in and out of your home or your apartment, then what is wrong with the United States doing the same thing? Thank you very much for tuning into today's podcast. And I, uh, I'd like to ask you to go to my website, revolutionaryinsights.com. You can check out other podcasts there. You can also check out my books. And if you're wondering what the foundation of the parties are, uh, don't forget you can go there. You can find uh, under the store tab, you can find my book, Where's the Party, which tells us where the parties are in relation to the Ten Commandments. If you're looking for something more biblical, you can also find there my uh, my book about the uh, Second Samuel uh, in the house inside the house of David. Or if you just simply want some good, clean entertainment, uh, you can read my historical novel, Prickett's Fort, which is based in the uh, Virginia frontier of 1778. So uh, anyway, uh, don't forget to visit my website. You can also write me at BillHawkinsRevolutionaryInsights.com. And I do appreciate you tuning in. You have a very good day, and God bless you.